0: This is Long Story Short from the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. I'm Ebon Udama. You can read the stories we feature at ctmirror.org and wshu.org. Dave Altamari does in-depth investigative reporting for the Connecticut Mirror. He joins us to talk about his article, Emails Show More Involvement of Costa Diamantis in Daughter's Job Search. Hello, Dave. These emails are the result of a freedom of information request by the Connecticut Mirror. Uh, Could you please remind us about who Costa Diamantis is and and why you sought this information?
1: Yes. Costa Diamantis was the deputy secretary of the Office of Policy and Management. So he was second in command at uh, OPM. And he also was the uh, director of the state's um, school construction grant program which has handed out billions of dollars um, in contracts to do school construction all over the state last october it became public that the uh, uh, fbi and the u.s attorney had a grand jury investigation going on into how some of those school construction grant contracts were administered And they had subpoenaed the state for all of Diamantis' emails, um, specifically regarding about 25 to 30 search terms that they wanted the state to search for. So at that time, we put in an FOI to get copies of all of the documents that the state turned over to the grand jury. And late Friday, they released um, a portion of those documents, which was roughly roughly about 7,000 emails.
0: And what did these emails, uh, what did they reveal? As with a lot of these things, uh,
1: some of them are just like mundane, everyday, you know, Zoom meeting uh, notifications. And things like that. But there were the the, one of the bigger takeaways was that Diamantis definitely spent a significant amount of time um, trying to get one of his daughters. She ultimately did get a job with the Chief State's Attorney's Office, which led to the then Chief State's Attorney, Richard Colangelo, ultimately uh, retiring. Uh, when it came out that he had given her a job while he was um, asking OPM to give him and some other state's attorneys a raise.
0: So basically, the, the, the state's attorney's office was looking for a raise for people in that office and they were lobbying the uh, Office of Policy and Management uh, to try and, and get that approved.
1: Yes. And then during that, he hired Costa's daughter as an executive assistant for a $105,000 salary.
0: Uh, It's kind of interesting, some of the email exchanges that are in your article, especially the one between Diamantis and Governor Lamont's uh, chief of staff, Paul Mounds. Uh, what, what, What does that reveal?
1: Yes. That was a, a job that had opened up uh, in a in a state it's called the Office of Workmen's uh, Workforce Compensation. Um, and Costa had heard about it. So he emailed Mounds, who at the time was the chief of staff, the, the governor's chief of staff, and asked him what he thought if that if he thought that job might fit for his daughter. So here he is, um basically, in effect, you know, lobbying the the the, the, the governor's right hand man um, about a job for his daughter. What's most interesting about it is Mounds's response back. While he, I believe, he says agnostic about it. He does mention that you know, that job would be reporting to OPM where Costa works. And that probably, I mean, what's not written in that email is that that's probably not a good <laughs> idea to have your daughter reporting to you at OPM. Yes. And so she never that, that she never got that job, obviously. It also
0: reveals that Anastasia, who was the daughter that uh, Diamantis was lobbying for here, wasn't the only daughter that he was advocating for. There was email exchange uh, between House Majority Leader, uh, State Representative Jason Rojas, who's also Chief of Staff to the Trinity College President, and Diamantis. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so Rojas was, um, he was inquiring with Costa about putting some items involving some East Hartford projects, which is one of his uh, towns, onto a, um, a bonding commission agenda and Costa was, you know, they were going back and forth about that. And then, you know, Rojas says, thanks for helping me out. And and Costa makes kind of a reference to, well, you know, my daughter sure could use a, a nice dorm room at Trinity or something to that effect. Um Rojas, uh, I did interview him, and he he said he kind of took it as a joke. You know, it probably was a joke, quite frankly. But it, it, you know, in the circumstances, uh, if you look at it now, it doesn't quite seem so innocent. Rojas did say he, he didn't take it that seriously, and he certainly didn't have the ability to help her get a better dorm room.
0: <laughs> did you get um, any response from Dimantis to, to to the? the, the... I
1: did um, on the Trinity thing. He did say he was he was joking. You know, he said, if you look at it on paper, you know, it it doesn't look so great, but it was a joke. Uh, As far as the the thing with mounds, which I thought was the most interesting, there was another instance where his daughter had sent him another job. She had emailed him about another job that she had interviewed for, and as a matter of fact, was a finalist, and they decided not to hire anybody, Costa forwarded that to his state email and then forwarded to Melissa McCaw, who was his boss. And he says that basically it was just because he wanted, he didn't have a printer at home and he wanted to make a printout of it. So he, he sent it to his state emails. We could print it at work. But, Um,
0: but, but that, would that go to his boss's email?
1: Right. But he then, but, but then he also forwarded it to McCaw to show that, that the position for whatever reason had not been filled. So he went to McCaw and he went to Mounds, in effect, the two people with the most ability to hire someone, right, about his daughter's job searches. And that goes a little bit against what he told the, the independent uh investigators that the state hired to look into the Calangelo, you know, hiring of Anastasia when he was interviewed, there, Costa said that he didn't really try to help his daughter get jobs, or or didn't really know what she was applying for.
0: And this is not all of the emails.
1: All, all I all I know is from what the the, the Nora Denny, the governor's attorney, said that there are more emails that they have not released that are still being reviewed, and that there'll be another bunch released. It's hard to know what, you know, how much there is. There were some school projects in these emails, but there also were several others that there were no mention of that we know there have been subpoenas issued for records from those projects. So I I suspect there's still going to be at least one more fairly healthy email dump at some point.
0: Well, and when they come through, we'll talk with you again. (laughs) So, more to come. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Dave Altamari does in depth investigative reporting for the Connecticut Mirror. His article is titled Emails Show More Involvement of Costa Diamantis in Daughter's Job Search. Long story short, comes from WSHU Public Radio and the Connecticut Mirror. You can read the stories we feature at ctmirror.org or wshu.org. I'm Eban Udan.